Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cats, Coffee, and Jesus. And as you can hear, it's me doing the introduction today because I have a special guest. Cal is at home working hard, watching some football, kind of taking a break. <laughs> and so I have with me Michael Casey. Michael, say hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. Yay. <laughs> well, we are here today and we're waiting for the little ones to come and knock on the door to get them some candy. But while we're waiting, we thought, let's go ahead and do a podcast. And, and we were talking about people within the church, brothers and sisters in Christ, that maybe disagree on things. And really, what does church mean? Yeah. So, Mike, why don't you start? How would you describe church and what it should mean to believers? Well, actually, I kind of consider church to be something that is deep within our hearts. Mm-hmm. Our hearts are pretty much a church in general. Um, and God contacts us, not through our minds, but through our hearts. Correct. And that's, you know, when Jesus said, you know, he is the cornerstone. Really, if you look at the original translation, church means a calling. Mm-hmm. So, wouldn't it be safe to say that church is really wherever our feet are planted? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And and um, church is wherever God wants us to be. Exactly, exactly. So you could be on the bus, for instance. Yeah. Let's say you meet somebody, you start having a conversation about the Lord. Um, that is church. And quite honestly, I think people have confused what yes. church is supposed to be. What would your feeling be on that? Um, it's kind of interesting because I see that a lot of people go to a building as far as church goes. Mm-hmm. And um, so, some of the, it's funny because some of the churches don't even look like churches to me. No, you're <laughs> right. They don't. They don't. And the sad part is, is people tend to worship the building. Yes. Worship the schedule. They worship, you know, everything else. But when it comes to making true connections with other people and really doing the Lord's work, it's there's a whole big thing that's missed. And it's really, really sad to me. Now, let me just say that we're not saying that you can't go to a place of worship. There are wonderful places of worship, right, mm-hmm. Mike? Oh, definitely. And there's and if that uplifts you and if that helps you and you find a great place, awesome. By all means, you should go. But you're not required to go to a building. No. Um, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Catholic Mm -hmm. and we actually have, we Catholics sometimes have people in the lay community that are involved in activities. I used to be a Eucharistic minister. Mm -hmm. We, we deliver communion to our our fellow parishioners. Um, one of my places that I would actually go would be to, um, at the local hospital to give communion to our Catholic patients there, mm-hmm. and um, and so that was that was my calling. Correct, and that's part of church. Yeah, it was where your feet were, which happened to be at the hospital, helping sick people who needed it and were so appreciative that someone was taking the time to come there. I mean that 
is all about what the Lord's work is. Yes. You know, it's about reaching people that are sick, that need help. You know, maybe you're at work and you're having a conversation with someone. You know, mm -hmm. you're encouraging them. You're, you're talking about God. You're just letting them know that you care. That's church. Yeah. Church is in you. Wherever your feet are planted. That's an interesting point. Mm -hmm. You are in church. Church is not in you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. We're not a building. That's right. <laughs> and you know, Jesus never meant it to be that. No. And as we said, and we do want to say it again, if you find a place of worship that works for you, it uplifts you, it encourages you, that's wonderful. By all means, you should go. We encourage you to do that. But you're not required to. Church is a calling. It is not a building. And I think the other problem too, Mike, and maybe you'll agree with this, is that there are some leadership circles within the church that become a little too full of themselves and maybe are you know, a little too uh, obsessed with the power that comes with it. Yes. And um, unfortunately, I think that there are some little lessons that the church has forgotten to express. Right. Um, we need to, of course, we are forgiven of our sins. That mm -hmm. is something that God has blessed us with. Right. To, to Jesus. But we also need to be, to be reminded to repent of mistakes that we still make. Right. Because the thing is, is that true grace, true grace wouldn't allow, uh, you know, a brother or a sister in Christ to not feel, you know, some remorse in your heart for wrongdoing. I know that for me, if I'm doing something wrong, man, I'm, I'm caught up about it. It doesn't feel right in my spirit. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord Jesus Christ dwells in me. That doesn't mean I'm not forgiven of my sins. Of course I'm forgiven of my sins. Right. But it means that my heart is grieved because yeah. I know I've done wrong. So, you know, you're right. We need to really be cognizant of that because true grace really wouldn't permit someone to run out and do all kinds of shenanigans <laughs> and not feel... Some kind of, you know, grief in their heart about and, it. And there is a lot of shenanigans. <laughs> right. Right. There is a lot of shenanigans going on, let me tell you. Um, but that is a great point. And the other thing I noticed is this. There are some leaders within the church, and I have seen this myself, um, where you're not really allowed to even speak to them let alone ask questions. Now, I did this once years ago when mm -hmm. I lived in Maine. Cal and I went to this class at this church. Yeah. And the pastor there was like teaching the class with his assistant. And it was very much, you know, kind of the idea that, oh, you know, he's the great one. Almost like a, a worshipful thing. And when he was talking in class, I thought, man, I don't really understand what he's saying. And I don't agree with some of this. So I raised my hand and I said, well, I don't know. I, if I'm reading correctly, I think it says this. I was like, I'm just trying to understand. And he flipped out on me. <laughs> you know, I was told, don't touch God's anointed. Essentially, I was kicked out of the class. 
Forget, forget getting a failing grade. Right. There was, there was no. It was like, okay, you're going to the principal's office. I mean, I was like, what? I'm getting kicked. I mean, and and the thing is, is I was, I was very, for one thing, you know, and what I tell people is this. Of course, it's wonderful to to listen to people. You know, to listen to sermons, to read books. There's a lot of wonderful things out there. I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. But we also need to be seeking the Lord Jesus in prayer. If there's something that doesn't make sense to us, you know, we can ask the Lord to show us. But it's also okay for you to say to your brother and sister in Christ, I understand what I'm seeing is this. I know you're seeing that. Doesn't mean I don't love you. I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from, which is what I did here, but I quickly realized I wasn't really allowed, you know, to <laughs> to even address this pastor because he had some kind of, you know, godlike following in there. And that and that was disturbing to me. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of funny when you actually mentioned about uh, people disagreeing with each other. Mm-hmm. I, I'm. I keep picturing two siblings having an argument. Yeah. And going up to daddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. And and discussing and telling daddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> both. They're, they're right. both telling daddy their side of the. Well, story. exactly, and that's what we should be doing with our daddy God, <laughs> right? And I always pray, like, man, Lord, if I'm, if I'm seeing this wrong. You know, I'm, I'm reading the Bible. I'm getting this from it. Am, am I seeing it? Lord, grant me wisdom. Help me to see it the way you want me to see it. And guess what? If somebody else is not seeing it the right way, help them. Mm-hmm. But we should still be loving our brothers and sisters in Christ. Like I was just telling you, Mike, hey, you know what? If, if we know the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins, through his shed blood we're forgiven, he rose again, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what, that makes you my brother, it makes this one my sister, are we going to agree on everything? No. No. But, we still love each other, we still should be able to break bread at the end of the day, but it seems like, in many churches, there's, there's not even a room for that. Well, there's no room for that. Out, even outside of churches. Mm-hmm. You're right. And if the church can't even do that, if we as Christians can't act that way, what do you think the world that's looking at us, they're probably like, I don't want to be involved in that train wreck. They, In fact, I had somebody tell me. They were talking to me and they said, oh, Lori, you're really nice to people. And I said, it was kind of funny. I said, does this surprise you? You know, she was laughing. She goes, no, what I mean is that I've always seen Christians treat people terribly. The few churches she had went to, they were treating each other horribly. So I'm thinking to myself, what in the world? You know, so what? Let me tell you another story, Mike, while we're on the subject. I knew of a situation where there was a full blown out war between this church because of the paint in the basement. One, one, one group of people wanted it one color. One wanted it the other color, and it was an absolute war to the point where they had to change the paint even after they painted it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? I, I, I kept imagining people coming out with guns and shit. Well, I mean, over paint. <laughs> yeah. Paint. 
I mean, if you were an outsider <laughs> and you saw this, you'd be like, uh, what? You're arguing over pain? Uh, no, I think I'll just do my own thing. Thank you. <laughs> or it's the kind of thing you're like, okay, you guys are going to argue about the paint. Let me go ahead and just paint it some awful color. Like, you know, bright pink and orange and splashes oh, of oh, golly, yeah. whatever. I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, why are we letting these things hang us up as believers when we could just be loving one another and agreeing to disagree? You know, that's what I like about kids. Mm. Kids can have an argument with each other over mm -hmm. this, that, and what have you. After the argument is resolved, they still love each other. Right. That's exactly right. And in fact, I saw something like this. <laughs> it was on a, um, it was like one of these nanny shows. And they were showing some kids playing while they got in a big argument. And then like five minutes later, and then one was like, hey, I didn't like it because you did this. And the other one said, well, I didn't like it because of this. They still disagreed. They said, that's okay. We'll just agree to disagree. They gave each other hugs and they were friends again. <laughs> why, why can't we do that? Instead, we as older people, often you hear people go, well, man, I don't like what they said 15 years ago. That was 15 years ago. Right, right. <laughs> well, why can't we live at peace? And maybe that's why Jesus says, come as a child. Yeah. Because they see with that clarity that... Adults sometimes lose as we let the cares of the world choke us. Oh, boy, are they choking us. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> That's the truth. And, you know, the parable of the seed where the Lord Jesus talks about, you know, some seed fell here, some fell there. Oh, yeah. And he talks about how some of the seed fell, but the cares of the world kind of choked it out. Um, yes, we know, of course, that's about salvation. But I also believe that's about those of us who are Christians, who sometimes we get choked out by the cares of the world. And it, it happens to me, quite honestly. Oh, yeah, it happens to me, too. Right. You're, you're going along, you feel good, and then all of a sudden, everything comes. Boom, boom, boom. You know, this is happening. You see all the stuff that's happening in the world. You, you, you feel like you've been hit with a spiritual right. two-by-four. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, and that hurts, doesn't it? Bang! <laughs> Bang! Oh my gosh, it reminds me of uh, like those comics with uh, the Roadrunner. <laughs> you know, when he gets like, rum, rum, rum. how many times do we feel like the Roadrunner? Seriously, where life just kind of goes. Rum. Well, actually, I feel like more like a wild coyote who's mm. chasing the Roadrunner. That's who it is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it's, it's the coyote that gets banged around. Yeah. That's right. I hadn't watched it in so long, I was getting it backwards. But yes, the coyote. Don't we feel like that? Oh, don't like, we have Things are like, do-do-do, and you think you got everything going along, then all of a sudden, meow, and you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? <laughs> okay, like, oh, what wait, just happened? Again. Right, like, <laughs> you know? So, you know, we all get trapped in that, and when we do, it tends to choke the joy out of us, and maybe it takes away our spiritual perception for a little bit while yes. we're going through this. And then the Lord restores it to us. But, you know, we have to kind of turn down the world's volume and put our focus back on Jesus. It, it, that's, that's, another, that's another point where, where two siblings are, are arguing, with, arguing mm -hmm. with each other. And they go, let's go talk to Danny. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know about you, Mike, but have you ever had a time...
where you've been in an argument with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, for me, that like, man, I can't even sleep. I'm just like so cut up about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then... And then when you do have the chance to talk with them, and even if you realize, okay, we're not going to ever agree on whatever issue it is, but then just the fact that you've made peace about it, that you know that you're not going to agree, but it's still okay, because you can break bread and you still love each other, man, doesn't that feel good? That sure does. Oh, it feels great. And you're like, you know what? Think about all the disciples that were with Jesus. (laughs) They did not all get along. No. Not at all. We hear, we see that. I mean, it talks about it in the Bible all the time. And Jesus chose a very diverse group for, mm-hmm. for, for his disciples. Yep. Yeah, um, and even one, of, even one of them was a, a scholar, and with a scholar and a fisherman sitting together mm-hmm. having a meal, he, Things are going to fly. Exactly. A tax collector. I mean, and you want to know what? I think the Lord chose his disciples in such a beautiful way. And I think if we look at, each one of us looks at ourselves, we can see a little bit of ourselves in them. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see I'm a little bit of a Peter. Well, I. it's funny. A little I, bit of a Thomas. Yeah. I don't see myself as any of the apostles, mm-hmm. but you know who I actually do see myself as? Who's that? The, the lame guy that, that that was brought to Jesus. How beautiful is that, though? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, okay, we're, I'm thinking of the disciples, and you're thinking of, you know, the lame guy who needed Jesus. Yeah. And aren't we all that, too? <laughs> Haven't we all been in that situation, no matter what it is, where we're like... I need you, Lord. And he <laughs> believed, didn't he? Yeah. He believed and he was, wow. And, 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 the, and, the, and the Lord told him to pick up, get up, pick up his mat, and walk home. And walk. How, I mean, how, and, the, and, you know, the Pharisees were like, yeah, right. And then when he did it, it was like, wow. I mean, I, you know, you're like, one for Jesus, you know? <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's what I think about whenever I think of that story. But it's just like... But the fact that it was so that Jesus even went and was there with people that weren't even considered clean back then, um, and you know people that wouldn't even be considered worth the time of day, that's where he was. Mm-hmm. And really, at one time or another, we've all felt in that way. But the it, Lord's been with us. It's kind of funny because I, I know we're bouncing off a little bit, but mm-hmm. I get the funny feeling that we we as a people have gone from one extreme to the other we have. as far as in as going from intolerance to tolerance of everything mhm mhm and the thing is is that you know again grace true grace would not permit you to run out and live an awful lifestyle mm-hmm. and for people that truly love and have the lord you don't see anybody, it just doesn't happen. You don't see people going, great, I'm going to throw a sin party tomorrow because now I know. No, because, you know, like we talk about, Mike, our hearts are like, oh my gosh. I mean, how many times have I called you and said, man, you know what, I I snapped at this person, I said this, I shouldn't have, I feel awful, and, you know, we're talking to each other and you're like, it's okay, Lori, I'll pray for you. You know, but my heart was grieved over it because I knew I wasn't taking God's way. Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't. 
And, you know, but thank the Lord for that. God, the Lord Jesus is going, if you go to God and you say, man, Lord, I, I screwed up, help me. Help me. God is going to help you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. All right, well, that is just going to do it for Cats, Coffee, and Jesus. I guess I don't have the introduction and the end as good as Cal does here. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Cal will be back again next week, and we'll sure have Mike on again. But we would like to say thank you for joining Cats, Coffee, and Jesus. Thank you for having me. All right, and you have a wonderful day, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.